stories and audio to find the news you want. Keep up with what's trending online and get alerts for all breaking news so you never miss a thing. Get the inside scoop that's inside the truth inside your phone. Download the EWN app now on ewn.co.za. You're with Cape Talk. This is Lester Kivett tonight. Towards the end of every Monday night show, we bring you some beautiful news. Five stories of interesting people doing extraordinary things. And you get to vote on who is then interviewed in our beautiful news interview on Wednesday. So we're going to run through them very quickly. Here are our stories. And glittering sunlight beckons at the end of the Cobalt Tunnel. Glide across the water surface, dance with the sway of the board, and feel the rush of waves collapsing. Surfing is one of the most thrilling ways to experience the ocean, but it's expensive, and the cost of the sport, from lessons to surfboards and wetsuits, keep many people on shore. Luckily, nine-year-old Will Ronquest Ross is helping other kids to catch the big, the big break. Will comes from a family of passionate surfers, which is how he began navigating the waves at the age of five. And he's wanting to share this phenomena with his friends. He went door to door in Hout Bay asking children to join. My name is Dean Ronkis Ross and I'm nine years old. When I was younger, my mother taught me how to surf. I love surfing with my son because he really comes alive in the waves. He's totally in his element. Surfing has been a family thing, but I wanted it to grow beyond my family. There are many kids who live close to the beach, but they can't afford surfing lessons. So I had to make a difference. I went door to door asking children how big community if they were interested in learning to surf. So many kids were interested. Will set up a backer buddy page to cover the cost of the lessons. He raised over 4,000 rand. Our first lesson was lots of fun. As soon as the lesson was done, the children asked when the next one was. Every child deserves to experience the ocean. Next up, Shaniz Khani had a difficult pregnancy. Her son, her son Yazdan Ali was born prematurely and doctors didn't give him long to live. But Yazdan survived and at the age of six he was diagnosed with autism. And not understanding the neurobehavioral condition his mother struggled at first and after extensive research she learned how to stand alongside her son as he creatively conquer, conquers life. And... Um, Children with autism may experience a range of challenges, but in Yazdan's case, he battles with writing, speaking, and muscle coordination. And uh, he now takes uh, his energies out in colorful pictures that depict sunny days, soccer games, and even include an imp- impressive portrayal of Bigfoot. Here is Yazdan's story. <laughs> Differently abled children often get labeled as not normal. But what is normal? My name is Shonis Gani and I am Yazdan's mother. Yazdan was diagnosed with autism when he was six years old. Coming from a background with not knowing what autism was, it was very difficult to understand in the beginning. So we had to educate ourselves. There are days where we are mentally, physically and emotionally drained. But I never gave up on him and I will not give up on him. Growing gives me inspiration. It makes me feel happy when I have a bad day. 
It's very important that parents educate themselves on their children's condition. Never, ever give up on your child. There's so much you can achieve by not giving up. Next up, things were looking up for Nilisi Wizuma. The Durbanite had just been offered a job in California and unable to contain her, her excitement, she joined her friends to celebrate her big break. But on her way home, their car flew off the road and uh, Nilisi woke up three weeks after the crash in ICU. Her friend who had been driving didn't make it and the emotional and physical trauma seemed insurmountable. And in the months that followed, Nelly Siwe had to undergo multiple surgeries, including a spinal fusion and a skin graft. And she was also dependent on a colostomy bag. And as, as her body changed, Zuma became increasingly depressed. But in the process of recuperating, she began to realize how incredible it was that she survived. Her scars were a symbol of life and a reminder for a body and a second chance. When I looked up, the car was outside the road and we hit the bridge. When I woke up in ICU, I felt not good enough. I lost hope. I thought I was never going to recover from this. Nobody's going to look at me and be attracted to me. But self-pity can cripple a person. So do not have self-pity. Even now, I have good and bad days. But I'm not ashamed or embarrassed of my body. And no person should be. I am confident in knowing that there is something greater for me. Not just to be a wife. Not to be a supermodel. But to make a change. And so I'm trying to encourage people to know that their bodies are complete. And finally, Lookout Sibanda is a man of a few words. Instead, he prefers to craft his expression through art. And Lookout's creative flair sparked, was sparked in high school when his friends taught him to paint. So when he couldn't afford to study after matric, he chose to pursue his passion by decorating ceramics with brushes of color. But adding the final touches wasn't enough. Lookout felt compelled to learn pottery from inception. Art has been a means of financial empowerment and a way for me to open doors for myself. My name is Lookout Sibanda and I'm a ceramic artist. I fell in love with art when I was in high school. When I couldn't go to university because of finance, I had to adapt and use my craft to survive. I was lucky enough to have followed the path that I did. Not everyone has the chance to do that. So I will use the money and knowledge I earn to inspire and grow people in my community. It took me hard work and dedication to learn a skill as fine as ceramic art. And that's it for our beautiful news for the week. A lot of people, particularly in the office, a lot of people tell me, you know, who listen to the show, that they really, really enjoy beautiful news because it's just a little break 
from the very, very serious issues that we talk partic- about, particularly on this radio station. So for the 10 minutes in which we bring you this feature, it's just that stories that we may not necessarily hear on our radios or read in our newspapers or, or watch on our, on our televisions, but it is real people, it is real South Africans who are doing extraordinary things, and those stories are indeed beautiful. But you know now know what to do. You get to vote on who you think should be our Beautiful News interview on Wednesday. Just uh, message us with who you think, which story you want, on 072-567-1567, and we'll be calling um, one of these people on Wednesday to uh, talk to them about where they found themselves in life and uh, what brought them to this point and I think it is absolutely beautiful and important that often we talk about these beautiful stories that are coming out of our communities.